welcome to the debrief you know the funny thing is i really don't hate men and that is contrary to many people's beliefs about me because i am so anti-relationship but i'm not even really anti-relationship i'm just anti-settling and i just feel like so many girls settle around me and it makes me really sad because i'm surrounded by some really amazing women and there's not much you can tell to somebody that is stuck on somebody you know they kind of have to figure it out for themselves Um, but I really don't hate men. I just hate the way that some men make women feel in the society. Like the whole she dressed provocatively thing and so she was asking for it thing is so crazy to me. Like, okay, Chad, next time you wear a fucking jersey, I'm telling my biggest male friend to come and tackle your ass. Next time you wear camouflage, pack your bags, you getting drafted. Hope you don't get traumatized by the war like you traumatized all the women around you. Bye. Bye, Chad. Like, just because a woman is just a certain way does not give you the rights to her body. Are you fucking kidding me? You can never get the rights to a woman's body. Ever. Marriage? Nope. Doesn't count. You don't, you don't own. A person is not property for you to own. Speaking of the war, can we talk about the fact that we might get drafted? Okay, here's the good news for, for me. I don't know about you guys, but the draft ends at 25. So I am literally this close to being a free woman and not be drafted my birthday is in april i'll be 26 and free so yeah because if i am drafted i just want to say that i will be the first one shot i just know my limitations and i know my strengths and my weaknesses you know i'm i'm self-aware woman (laughs) so (laughs) i think i know that my limitations start with marching into battle my limitations do start with marching into battle like as soon as a gun is handed to me like my my limit's been reached my limit's been reached i'm gonna just have to stay home actually guys i really appreciate the invite to the to the i really appreciate the invite to the draft you know i love it i love that you guys are all coming together and supporting your country that's so cute um unfortunately i won't be able to make it um but make sure to send me pics because i'd love to come i'd love to live vicariously but you know good luck (laughs) i'll be at home under my heated blanket at the ripe age of 26 thank you so much for thinking of me though the only pros there you know The only pros to going into war is that you'll get a personal trainer. (laughs) You get paid to have a personal trainer. Like, you guys are going to come back snatched. That's the only thing I'm going to be jealous of. Lord knows I need to be forced to exercise these days. And to have someone yelling at my face to drop and give them 100, it might just be what I need to, like, whip my body into shape. And the only other pro would be vacation. I know, technically, it's not a vacation. But, you know, you're in a foreign country fun fun stuff you know learn and lay the land but if i'm gonna be honest i'm just gonna use my travel points from southwest i'm gonna fly somewhere and if i have to pay a hundred dollars for a personal trainer a month because you know i am lowballing it i'm not paying more than that (laughs) then you know i'm just gonna do that but i really do appreciate you guys thinking about me like thank you thank you biden for thinking about me but i'm gonna have to pass but i'm sending all the best vibes and you know, good luck with all your future endeavors. Thank you so much for thinking of me. Let's get it out. Thank you. I'll just book a flight if I need to and stick to my 20 foot by 20 foot apartment gym. Like, thanks though. That's free.
and I have points. So free flight. I won't get paid like the military will, but you know, I'll just have to like, I'll just have to eat that. That's fine. Why do men get so butthurt about women catfishing with makeup? It is the weirdest thing to me. Like you're not on Instagram posting every single picture with sunglasses on. You got back there. Got a sty? Got a sty in your eye? Is that what's going on? Sometimes I wear a lot of makeup. Sometimes I wear a little makeup. Doesn't matter. It makes me feel good. If you want to wear a lot of makeup, great. If you want to wear a little makeup, great. It makes you happy. Like it makes us happy. Don't be such a woman hater. Don't be such a woman hater. Men, sometimes men genuinely hate women and it's actually the most terrifying thing ever. But you know what? I am generalizing again. You guys, I've been feeling so eaten up inside that I cannot record. I cannot wait to record this. I'm in bed, post-shower, like laying here, not expecting to record anything until tomorrow, and I cannot get this out of my head. This segment is where I lose all of my straight male listeners, even though this is where they need to hear it the most. I have to talk about being a woman in the world. Being a woman is one of the most heartbreaking experiences. It's such a it's such a beautiful thing. Being a woman is such a beautiful thing. Women are so strong, so amazing, so beautiful. And we have a depth that men just don't have. And I'm not saying this in a biased way because I'm a woman. Men, men's brains literally do not think and process emotions and feelings the way that ours do, our brains are able to tap into a deeper psyche than men's brains are. And even though that's so, and even though women are superior in some emotional, intellectual ways, we are so belittled. We are so belittled and dehumanized. There is a reason, you guys, that I do not talk to men. It's not because I'm bitter. It's not because no men want to talk to me. That is not it. The reason that I do not actively pursue dating men seriously is because the way that men talk and look at women is one of the most dehumanizing experiences. I have men in my family, just like everybody else, that give me a front row seat to how they treat their wives and how they talk about women. It is the most disturbing thing to witness. And if my family, intermediate family members are showing me how they're treating women, that they are supposed to be setting the bar for how men are supposed to treat me. So if that's my experience with just people that are in my inner circle, I can't imagine the people that I don't have a close relationship with and how they treat women. I think that being a woman is unfortunately, being a woman means being anything but yourself. And by this, I'm going to say that again. Being a woman means being anything but yourself. As a woman, when you're in the dating pool, you meet all these men and you just want to appeal to all these different men that you're attracted to. And men do not bend their habits for women. Men do not bend their hobbies, what they like, their interests for women. Women do. Women want to make men feel comfortable. They want men to feel validated they or just not men just others they want others to feel comfortable they want others to feel validated and we do not get the same thing in return from men 
there are women and you can you know if you're a woman listening to this you have been through this experience where you just change yourself for a man I have written down because I can't get this out of my head I've written down all the things that I have changed about myself for a man and this is only what I could think of in the last five minutes starved myself dyed my hair blonde dyed my hair brunette grew my hair out cut my hair short worked out overly worked out I'm quiet I'm loud listen to different music I love country music no I love rap music oh, love Migos love Drake I didn't wear a lot of makeup I wore too much makeup I'm spontaneous I'm classy didn't curse was carefree I'm mysterious stayed up late was disciplined smoked weed didn't smoke weed dress sexy dress conservative dress girly dress edgy as young people we don't know who we are men women we don't know who we are as a collective. We're trying to figure that out. And it's a beautiful, beautiful journey. But as a woman trying to fit into this mold, it's, it's, it, ma- it makes me angry. <laughs> it makes me so angry just to think about. In the wrong hands, we are molded to fit their version of a dream girl. And it leaves us gasping for who, who are we? This is such a deep episode. I'm sorry. I know you guys probably came here. It's for a little uplifting episode and just talk about sex, whatever. But I just had to speak about this now that I created a platform for myself. This is something that I just, I think about on a day-to-day basis. Walking down the street, getting my oil changed at the grocery store, texting, going out to a bar, making eye contact with a man. None of those things can happen without an like intense feeling of feminine anxiety. I'm coining feminine anxiety, by the way. <laughs> Women experience anxiety over the most mundane tasks just because men make them. Like, not make them, but put them in situations where they can't feel comfortable in their own skin. And then men look at us and they say... Oh, she's too uptight. She takes life too serious. She's boring. She's guarded. Whatever. The reason the call is coming from inside the house, you guys. The call is coming from inside the house. If there was a world where it was just females, women would be so open. You guys don't understand. Men, if you made women feel comfortable, the way the way we would dress, you would... I hate to say it, but you would love it. The way we would act, we would be completely ourselves. If men made women feel comfortable in this world, the world would be a completely different place. I'm going to be honest. It would probably be completely ran by women. I think on some level, guys, obviously I'm so heated over this subject. I think on some level, women could run this country better than a man. This country is, it's gone to shit. And I'm not saying it's because of men. I just think they need a female's perspective. When I wrote this segment about five minutes ago, (laughs) I cried. There's a teardrop on my notebook. The female experience, like I said, is so, so beautiful. But, you know, it's beautiful when we're allowed to be ourselves. And we're allowed to be strong, strong women. We're allowed to love everyone and everybody and everything and and look at the beautiful things in life we're able to romanticize day-to-day things in life drinking coffee reading a book 
looking at something pretty, sunsets, pretty music. But unfortunately, men put a muzzle and a straight jacket on powerful women. It's it literally <laughs> makes me crazy. It makes me so crazy. And speaking of feminine anxiety, this is something I experience and I really hope you guys do too so I don't sound like a schizophrenic. <laughs> but even when I'm driving, if I'm it's not if. This happens to me every single day when I'm driving. If I look to my right or my left and there is a man in a car next to me, immediate immediate feminine anxiety. I immediately feel like I need to put my arm up on the little ledge next to my driver's side window just to hide my face. It's not because I feel like no man could help but look at me. I'm so full of myself. I think I'm so beautiful and I just I can't walk around anywhere without anybody looking at me. It's because I know that if a man looks at me, no matter if I have a rough day where I'm looking rough, which I have plenty of those, or days that I look great, which I have plenty of those too. If I look great, if I look rough, it doesn't matter. A man looks at a woman and he doesn't think uh, a person. He thinks a woman. Oh my God, woman alert. Like, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't even take myself seriously because this just, it upsets me so much. I can't drive or walk down the street without feeling dehumanized. And it is the most frustrating and upsetting and heartbreaking experiences. I could cry just now talking about it. Ah! What really inspired this whole rant was I saw a post of Zendaya. She was at Paris Fashion Week. And she was wearing this amazing Louis Vuitton dress. She looked so beautiful. She did look a little uncomfy. She was pulling, you know, at the top of it a little bit and the bottom. But, like, don't you guys realize that she is not picking this stuff out? She has stylists. She's not one of you, or not you, us regular people. People dress her. She pays people to dress her. Obviously, this was a mistake on the stylist part she looked absolutely incredible but was obviously uncomfortable and i think guys that she knew she was uncomfortable despite that fact men felt the need to comment on this woman and reading through these comments triggered me so bad i have some screenshot on my phone let me read some out for you guys just so you can feel how triggered i felt looks ridiculous she doesn't have any pride in herself Why try and cover up? You want people to see. Praying for a wardrobe malfunction. Ew! If she wears that dress, she does want to show the goods. Come on. Doesn't need to put her hands to hide her boobs. There's nothing to hide. (laughs) This guy said, keep that shit for the bedroom. No one else needs to see that. And go see, eat some Oreos, twig. Are you freaking kidding me? Women just can't dress like class anymore. Trash, yes. Class, no. This is absolutely ridiculous. It's clearly uncomfortable and incredibly tacky to wear something so revealing. I don't care how old you are. Such a beautiful girl. Please class Please class it up. Zip it up. Show some class. Absolutely nothing there. A little cute, but nothing else. She's built like every middle school girl dog. Why do y'all think that's attractive? You're telling me wow.r6, that's his at if you want to go roast him. You're telling me that if Zendaya, Zendaya walks up to you, you wouldn't be interested. She is literally one of the most beautiful people. You're telling me that if she walked into you, walked up to you, you wouldn't be interested? Let's continue. You're so flat. 
Why can't she just zip the whole thing up? Like, no one's trying to see paper. Come on. What's she hiding? There's actually nothing there. I don't understand. Can't she just zip it up? She likes the attention. <laughs> Men are like, they literally make women feel like they need to be this sex symbol. And then once women mold themselves into a sex symbol, they put them down. Let's continue. Um, doesn't she, doesn't the dress have a zipper? Like, you can't really miss it. I've never seen bigger zippers. Zip it up. It's our generation, but I feel you on that. Shout out to women that look beautiful while covering up. Are you freaking, are you freaking kidding me? Oh my God. Why always need, why always need to get naked to feel beautiful? Um, how about why do you feel the need to not have good grammar, sir? Women really need to stop wearing these revealing clothes. It only attracts pervs and not a real man. This comment, this is the one that really fucking triggered me. Because as a feminist, we all have heard the rants about why are we putting this pressure on women to feel the need to cover up and change the way that they dress and the way they act to not attract perverts. Why are we not making men not perverts? And this comment is literally a prime example of that and this comment section is like diet misogyny it's not even like full-fledged straight from the source deep misogyny there's more there's worse shit out there this is just a little a little a little tidbit a little amuse-bouche into the world of a woman it's sickening you guys if a straight man has made it this far good for you sir i'm so proud of you Tell yourself and all of your male friends to get yourselves together because the world would just be such a more beautiful, beautiful place if women could feel comfortable in their bodies, comfortable to walk alone at night, comfortable to get their oil changed, comfortable to go eat alone, comfortable to dance, comfortable to dress how they want to how they want to dress, comfortable to say what they want to say. I come on this podcast, I talk about sex, I talk about some things that I'm sure make some men look at me differently. I'm sure some guys feel uncomfortable that a woman is coming on and talking about what she likes in bed and what she doesn't like in bed. But if a man was to do that, it would be a totally different story. And I am tired of bending myself to make these men feel comfortable. It's 2023, ladies, almost 2024. Women are slowly, slowly on the rise. It's happening with Barbie after the Barbie movie and all these female superheroes. I know that's so like nation specific and so not earth shattering, but these are small steps that we're taking in the movement as women. I mean, this it's for a movie to come out with a woman as a lead for that to be a big deal is really saying something. You guys, we need to we need to do better do better okay so i just want to talk about is anybody that's listening a fan of adele because my love for adele is like far far and wide her album what's the name of her album i think it's 19 oh it's it's 19 19 is one of the greatest most poetic albums i think i've ever listened to in my entire life and I listen to this album every time I have a couple drinks and I'm like just winding down for the night. 19 is my go-to album, which I know is so like basic of me. But the words that she sings are 
fucking gut-wrenching. First Love by Adele on her 19 album was one of the first songs I listened to that moved me in a way that I can't even explain because, and it's not even, so just for like a synopsis, the song is basically about obviously her first love and she's falling out of love with them and she's talking about, oh, you know, I love you and I love going through this journey with you. Unfortunately, I'm tired and I just can't do this anymore. I can't put on this facade anymore. I've been on both ends. I've been on the side of Adele where, you know, I've I've been in this relationship where the person didn't really do anything like really, really wrong. It was just not for me. And I've also been on the receiving side, receiving side, receiving side where, you know, somebody, I just wasn't for somebody else. These words hit it so hard and they're just so amazing. We're going to get into it. We're just going to break it down. One of the first lines she says is, so little to say but so much time this goes without saying no words can explain how you feel when you end things with somebody but there's nothing specifically that they did wrong and you can't really explain it there's just so many words to say but like so little time i can't just sit here and explain the breakdown of what went wrong because it's all these little things but you know they add up and and it's not it's not even they're adding up to anything extensive it's just I just don't have time to explain to you the inner workings of my thoughts because I'm going to have to explain them to you, explain how they make me feel, explain to you how they should make you feel. It's just too much. So little to say, but so much time. Despite my empty mouth, the words are in my mind. Oh my God. Why does that line hit so hard? I'm such a people pleaser. So I have all these thoughts in my head, especially like if I end things with somebody, I'm not obviously not jumping for joy. It sucks. Ending things with somebody is so painful for me. Even seeing them in public, I obviously feel so uncomfortable. I mean, I think that's just the human experience, but it's so just it's the worst hurting somebody especially when you know that they're a good person or even when they're not and you know that they're already damaged it's just never something fun to have to put anybody through or to have to go through and it's just like what do you say what do you not say what's too much information you want to comfort that person but you also want to be honest and you can't really comfort somebody by saying you just don't do it for me anymore even though that's like what you want to say, you know? Ah, despite my empty mouth, the words are in my mind. Please wear the face, the one where you smile. <laughs> this reminds me of, I talked about on one of my previous episodes, I was in a relationship with this guy and I fell for him really hard. And we didn't even really date. We just talked for a while. But for some reason, I have makeup on my shirt, by the way. If you're watching this on the debrief Instagram, don't judge me. I remember specifically there was one night where I slept over at his house and I was laying in bed next to him. And usually we stay up and we like kiki all night. We giggle and it's so much fun. We kiss and it's just like, you know what I mean? When you just like are kind of like with each other and it's just so fun. And there was one night I remember specifically I was hanging out with him we were laying in his bed and he we were maybe laying there for maybe 10-15 minutes just kind of like giggling and then he turned over he was like okay I'm really tired I'm gonna go to bed and he turned around and went to sleep 
And I remember laying in there and I was so excited to see him. You know, as a girl, you mentally prep and physically prep to see a guy. You do your hair, your makeup, you shave, you exfoliate, like all of the things before we were like giggling in bed. We like hooked up and then we were like hanging out for like 10 minutes. Um, And then he turned over and he was like, I'm so tired. I'm going to go to bed. And it was just one of those moments because all the times before he would just almost love bomb me, I guess, looking back at it because he would just tell me, you know, you're so beautiful. You're, I just, I can't, like, I just, do you feel what I feel? He, I'm not even kidding. He looked at me and he was like, do you feel what I feel? Like, this is crazy. When we would kiss, I would, this sounds so cheesy, but I, I swear to God, I would get fireworks in my head and he would say that he felt it too. But I remember this night, he told me, all right, I'm so tired, I'm gonna go to bed. He turned around and went to sleep. And I remember lying there, you know, in my like bra and panties that I had specifically chose because he liked the colors. And I thought like I'd get all these compliments and attention and just not even compliments and attention, but just like genuine love, you know, and just feel wanted and needed and he just turned around after we slept together and said he was tired and went to bed and I could just see the switch in his eyes and I just remember laying there and staring at his ceiling and crying it's so sad to think about but I just remember him going to bed and me laying there and crying because I knew I just knew that it was over and I wish so much he could just where the face the one where he smiles and the next line is because you light up my heart when I start to cry because even when I had bad days or I wasn't feeling good even that night when I was sitting there crying if he would have turned around and held me and been like you know I, I'm here for you I really care about you like what's going on I just wanted him to wear that face and I just knew from that night on that it was just over between us and I was so heartbroken next line (laughs) forgive me first love but I'm tired this is so this is whenever I was kind of on not on the receiving end but when I ended something with somebody that we were this is like one of my longest it was actually my longest relationship but you know this was my first real relationship where we were like in love with each other I I still love him till this day I'll always love him he was my first like real real love I just remember you know there was nothing he did specifically it was just that it wasn't working between us anymore and I didn't want to waste my time or theirs and when you when they don't do anything specific you know I don't know if men, I think men do this too, but I almost was picking fights with him because I was like, I want him to end things. I don't want to be the one to end things. I don't want to be the bad guy. So I was just always picking fights and we were arguing all the time and having makeup sex all the time. And I was just so tired. You know, I was tired of wearing this facade. The next line, I need to get away to feel again is exactly how I felt because I just felt like I was this character and it sucks. This is why I like, I guess I'm so scared of relationships is because I know how it feels to be on both ends because being someone who was on the end of where I ended things with somebody else that did nothing wrong and they were a great person 
and knowing that I stayed just because I didn't want to hurt them, like thinking that that could happen to me and that someone could just stay with me and be kicking with me, staying up all night, planning, like we were planning a future together and, and I knew all the while that it just wasn't working anymore. It was exhausting on my end and I just know how it feels on the other end too because I've had both experiences. Next line. Try to understand why. Ugh. Again, it's like you have all these thoughts and these feelings, but no one can truly understand what you're looking for. You could be perfect. And I know this sounds so cheesy, but you could be so perfect for somebody. You're just not right for the person that ended things with you. And that's okay. That is okay because I've been with people that were perfect in every single way they just were not for me and so I think knowing that I could be vulnerable with somebody and be completely myself and knowing that that might not be good enough for somebody even though I'm not doing anything wrong is terrifying because you know I I have control issues (laughs) if you know me you know I have a little bit of control issues And so just knowing that somebody can undo me like that and it has nothing to do with me as a person. I even think if someone ends things with me and there's a solid reason why they're ending things, like say I'm too possessive or say I'm too, I don't even know, I'm too clingy or I'm too distant or I'm too shut off. That is like something I can work on. But knowing that somebody can end something with you just because you're not enough is absolutely terrifying to me and it's I guess probably a big reason why I just don't open up and I don't date it's really sad actually (laughs) don't get don't get so close to change my mind so when I when I ended things with the guy that we were in my longest relationship I was in my longest relationship with I remember he was like I need to see you one last time and I was like I can't because I love you so much and I think if I see you and I see how broken you are I'm going to get back with you because I want what's best for you and I just want you to be happy so please don't get too close to change my mind I I couldn't I couldn't see him I have not seen him since which is crazy please wipe that look out of your eyes it's bribing me to doubt myself simply it's time oh simply it's tiring (gasps) I thought it all these years I was saying simply it's time simply it's tiring wow yeah please wipe that look out of your eyes it's bribing me to doubt myself (laughs) simply it's tiring oh my god this song just breaks my soul this love has dried up and stayed behind that's like one of those moments like I said where you just mourned the relationship before even ending things with somebody if you break if somebody breaks up with you and they move on like nothing happened it's because they've already mourned babe take from somebody who's done it as a people pleaser it's so hard for me to end things with somebody even when i know that i should um and i kind of like emotionally exhaust myself and probably confuse the hell out of the person it's something I'm working on, guys. Don't judge me. It's something I'm working on. And again, that's the reason I don't date is because I, I need I need to work on myself before I put something th- somebody through the things that I've put people through the, before. Next line. If And if I stay, I'll be alive. Then choke on words I'd always hide. You just know that if you get back with them, you're going to choke on the words that you want to say, but you're going to hide them because you love them so much. Ugh. 
this song breaks my soul you guys i can't listen to this this is one of those songs that i like at a jams sing to it just rocks me excuse me first love but we're through i need to taste a kiss from someone new that's when you've already mourned the relationship and you're just like ready to move on and the person's like oh my god she must have never cared or he must have never cared about me because they're already moving on no babe they did care about you they cared about you so much that wow don't (laughs) i feel like this might be bad advice please don't get stuck on them but it's true. If someone if someone seems like they moved on too fast, it could be just because they didn't care. Obviously, there's exceptions to the rule. But for me, in my case, if I seem like I moved on too fast, it has nothing to do with the fact that I never cared. It's because I just already mourned the relationship when we were together. I mean, obviously, I'm still loyal, but I was already out of it. I was clocked out. And then the rest is just saying, forgive me first love a thousand times. This this whole album, there's another um, song that's on this album that I listened to on the way home today. And it was equally gut-wrenching. And I had just, for some reason, never really listened to the lyrics of it. And when I did, I was just depressed. What's the name of it? Oh my god, it's Make You Feel My Love. Oh wait, this is not, this is fully not the song I was talking about. it's take it all oh my god if you haven't listened to take it all by adele oh my god it's so fucking gut-wrenching didn't i give it all try my best gave you everything i had everything and no less didn't i do it right did i let you down oh my god maybe you got too used to well having me around (laughs) oh my god Still, how can you walk away from all my tears? It's going to be an empty road without me right here. Wait, there's one line. She says, oh, this part here where she goes, the chorus where it goes, but go on and take it. Take it all with you. Don't look back at this crumbling fool. Just take it all with my love. Take it all with my love. Oh my God. She's saying, I just love you so much. Just take everything we've had. Just fucking take it. I don't even care. Just take it. Don't look back at me because I'm a fucking mess, but just take it. I love you so much. And like my heart goes, (laughs) I was a crumbling fool, you guys. I was crumbling and I was a fool. I also crumbled fools too. I mean, they weren't fools, but you know. You're giving up so easily. I thought you loved me more than this. (laughs) This is probably one of the most heartbreaking songs. Take First Love and Take It All. Wait, what's it called? Take It All. Play those songs at my funeral. And just everyone just listen to the lyrics and cry. Adele is mother. And I owe everything to her. As well as my hatred for men. If you like this podcast or hate this podcast, like me, love me, or think I'm the personification of nails on a chalkboard, please just go give this podcast a five-star review and follow me at the Debrief Podcast. There's two T's in podcast, so it's the Debrief Podcast with an extra T at the end on Instagram because this can be your good deed for the day, and then you can go back to being a hater. Anyway, please go rate and follow. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Bye.